Happening. This is Zisai Rodriguez, host of the Daspination Podcast, where I cater to the professional working man, 40 and above, who's looking to make positive changes to his health, lose weight, and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes. I'm here to share inspiration, tips, and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this beautiful blue planet. So today we'll start the discussion off by answering the question, do you work out alone or with a friend in our first segment? And then we'll move on to our second segment and talk about protein powder. Does it actually work? And before we get into that, if you'd like to continue the conversation, then get on over to podcast.daspination.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders community, where I share more entertaining, behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger each and every day. That's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.com daspination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now and leave me a nice, fat, juicy, five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. And now, let's move into our first segment, Healthy Conversations. And so, in this week's installment of Healthy Conversations, we're we're talking about um, or answering the question, <laughs> do you work out alone or with a friend? You know, where, where do you stand on this question? So, I mean, here, here's, again, I, I always like to share my thoughts and you're always welcome to your own thoughts. And, and I always, um, you know, encourage you to share your thoughts. And so there's no doubt that, um, you know, working out with a buddy can make exercising so much more fun than it is already. You know what I mean? So especially these days. I mean, we all know that 2020 was a different one in so many ways, on so many levels, and not good ones either, you know? The whole world was shocked by a pandemic, which is still very much on. Like, we're still in the middle of this shit. We're not out of the clear just yet. You know, my prediction? Well, I'm actually thinking that by late August 2021, you know, early September, that time frame, any, like in that time frame, I, I'm predicting that we should all have the ability to leave our home without a mask and breathe freely, you know, and start living again. You know, but this is this is kind of a, you know, moving target as, as you probably uh, suspected as of, you know, last year. Anything can happen at any given moment. So, you know, let's, let's just sit back and see what happens but that's my prediction as of this episode and I, I mean I guess 
I guess time will tell for sure, but it's it's awesome to know that so many people have shifted their focus towards living a healthier lifestyle by exercising regularly and also eating foods that, you know, can can improve their overall health and immunity, you know? And, and while they're at it, I really think that working out with a buddy or with a friend can really, you know, this is this, not a, this is a great idea, you know? But of course, if you're the type of person that says that, you know, working out alone is better for you, you know, to get the best results for you, you know, then, then hopefully what we're going to talk about now will change your mind. Hopefully, we'll see. You know, again, you're always entitled to your um, your views, and and I encourage you to remain solid and, and grounded in your views. And I don't know, you know, let, let's see. <laughs> but if it doesn't change your mind, you know, I'd love to hear your opinion down in the comments. Good, bad, or indifferent, doesn't matter. I'd love to hear it. So here we go. So going to the gym and working out with a buddy can make the whole exercising thing so much more fun than it already is. You know, I already mentioned that. And on those days when, when you feel like low uh, in the mood department, like mood wise, like when you, uh, you know, when you just don't feel like going to the gym or even getting out of bed or just, you know, you're just not feeling it, you know, or you're stressed and don't feel like exercising at all. You know, just call up a friend of yours and plan to do a workout together. Not only will it improve your mood, <laughs> it'll also motivate you to give your best at the gym. You probably don't realize this, but you actually get to push your limits when working out with a buddy. We all know that exercise is great for so many reasons, right? And it, you know, it's great for weight loss and weight management, um, you know, heart health and for your mental health, you know, we, we all know that. But I also realized recently, you know, thanks to this pandemic, of course, that we should find an exercise buddy or something. Someone that, you know, that we can uh, relate to in the gym. And we should really try to exercise with this buddy every now and then. You know, it doesn't have to be every time, but every now and then. You know, it, I mean, obviously it would be better if you go together all the time, you know, but at a minimum, once or twice, or like, like I said, every now and then. And for so many reasons, but mostly for motivation, safety, and to keep your, you know, your sanity, quite frankly, you know, those are the most important reasons why, right there, why you would want to, uh, you know, work out with a buddy. You know, you want to stay motivated, you want to keep safe, you know, and, and maintain your sanity. You know, that, that that's basically what it boils down to right there. And me personally, I mean, I always thought that, uh, you know, working out alone <laughs> would give me that, you know, me time, quote unquote, that push to exercise efficiently. But the reality is that when you exercise with a friend or a buddy, you know, like maybe someone who is fitter than you, you know, somebody that, that's a little bit more in shape than you are, this acts as a great push and you end up striving to do better, to push farther, to lift more weights. You know what I mean? It keeps you motivated. And really, the most effective part of working out with a buddy, as I said earlier, is that it makes the whole experience, the whole exercising thing, just makes it all, you know, more fun <laughs> overall. And we all want to continue doing something that's fun for us, right? You know, I mean, who doesn't like doing that? You know what I mean? You get to catch up face to face with that buddy, find out what they've got going on in their life right this second. You know, you can talk about whatever it is you talk about whether it's you know work or family or different workout routines you've picked up since you've last spoke <laughs> 
you know, but this one-on-one interaction lifts your mood. It gets you feeling uh, significant and appreciated, you know, and it also helps you get the most out of your workout as we, you know, as I mentioned earlier, because have you ever been at the gym by yourself and, and you're giving it, a, you know, you're giving it your all, but then suddenly you get a case of, you know, mood kill, basically, for lack of better terms, really, you know, just something out of the blue zaps your energy dry. And that desire to continue on mentally drops from like a hundred to zero. And you just put the weights down and and then you basically say to yourself, that's it. (laughs) I'll kill it the next time I'm in the gym. And then maybe you cut your workout 10 or 15 minutes earlier than expected. You know, it's happened to me a lot of times and that's why I bring it up. I don't know, fellas, you know, am I alone in this? Let me know down in the comments if you're like me and and you've cut your workout a little short because you just couldn't mentally push yourself past that point of not wanting to continue on for you, you know, whatever reason that was. Drop it in the comments now and then go and find a workout buddy and enjoy your workouts to the fullest. (laughs) Happy fitness, y'all. And so with all that said and done, let's move on to our second segment, Mighty Man. So in this week's installment of Mighty Man, we're talking about, uh, we're, we're going to talk about protein powder. <laughs> I love protein powder, you know, but does it actually work? That's the question we're uh, addressing today on this installment of Mighty Man. And so, you know, <laughs> as we know, protein found in the foods we eat can help your body in so many ways. You know, it helps to maintain your bones and muscles. It repairs tissue and even helps your digestion, you You know, protein has several fitness and weight management benefits. We kind of know all this, you know, it can help. Again, it can help you build muscle mass. It fills you up more so that you eat less. (laughs) That's always a plus. (laughs) Helps your body burn fat and recover more quickly after a workout. And, uh, you know, depending on your unique situation, like your age, your sex, level of activity, all of this will determine your specific protein needs. And, um, and while we're talking about specific protein needs, let's, let's go over the, uh, the recommended daily allowance or the RDA of uh, protein. So the current RDA or the recommended daily allowance of protein for adults is in the range of uh, 10 to 35% of your overall calorie intake for the day. So basically for reference purposes, if you were to consume, let's say uh, 20, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> 20, 2000 calories in a day, you know, then that means that between 200 and 700 of those 2000 calories should come from protein. Now, this recommendation is simply a baseline and most likely will increase if you're an athlete or basically exercising more than usual or more than the normal. So if you're hitting the, you know, if you're hitting the gym a lot uh, more often than not, you're hitting the weights, you're exercising, you're active, you're running, you're, you know, all that, like if you, the more of that physical activity that you have in your day, then the, obviously the more protein you're going to need for recovery. Um, and also if you're eating a diet, that's basically 100% plant-based. Cause I know that's, that's a big thing. This, uh, these days, a lot of people are, you know, they're going, uh, vegetarian and vegan, like they're going hundred percent plant-based and that's cool, you know, but if that's you, then this recommendation 
depression will increase on top of that. So if you're active and on a plant-based diet, then this, uh, you know, this 10 to 35% um, calorie intake is going to increase. You're going to have that. You're going to need a lot more protein than most. In fact, some health experts also suggest that higher protein intake for adults 65 or older, <laughs> and they recommend this because like people in that age bracket, they naturally lose muscle mass a lot faster. You know, and although most Americans get enough protein, uh, you know, some might actually need more, you know, they're currently eating. Obviously, again, you know, if you're if you're 100 percent plant based or if you're very active, you know, the more exercise you, you have, the more protein you're going to need. And again, if you're if you're plant based and you're active, then that kind of doubles your uh, uh, your protein needs. So, you know, to help get more protein, most people will buy protein powders to get that protein into their diet. And they'll usually mix them with water or juice or milk, you know, depending on their tastes, you know, and they'll make a protein shake or a smoothie for easier consumption, you know, goes down smoother for lack of better terms. And these days, you know, protein powders can be made of different sources. And depending on your tastes and tolerances and even uh, food allergies <laughs> you know you you can choose one source over the other and, and here's what I mean by uh, when, when I say source I'm talking about milk based or what's better known as whey or casein protein or is it casein protein I, I can't remember <laughs> there's also like you know pro uh, hemp protein uh, protein from peas uh, rice and soy like just to name a few and like we mentioned earlier people using protein protein powders include those who want to increase their muscle mass, re, uh, recover from injury or, you know, get an, they're not getting enough protein or they're getting enough protein, you know, but they don't like to cook or, or they have a poor appetite or if they just want to lose body fat. And we've heard these claims before, but do, again, do protein powders actually work? Well, when used correctly, protein powders can be effective to build muscle mass and provide more protein in your diet, you know? But again, when used correctly, th those are the operative words. But the use of protein powder alone won't magically increase muscle mass. You know, that's that's the secret, <laughs> if there is one, you know? <laughs> it's a combination of eating protein and carbs together and trying that together with strength training that'll really pack on the muscle pounds, you know? You know, protein powders alone they're not going to do the job you know they can also help like busy athletes who are training for god knows how many hours and then you know they they, they just kind of find it much easier to have a protein shake rather than making a whole you know preparing a whole meal or uh you know a protein packed snack because the true beauty of protein powders is this <laughs> You can basically mix it into any liquid of, or, or food that suits your needs and your taste, as we mentioned. So again, I mean, you can mix that into oatmeal. You can mix it into pancake batter, pudding, soups, smoothies, obviously, you know, spaghetti sauce is another good one, especially if you're using pea protein. Oh, and let's not forget that all-purpose yogurt. <laughs> and here's the thing. Most of these are super simple to make. There's really nothing to do other than mix a scoop or 
or two into whatever your base of choice is, you know, uh, the spaghetti sauce is, is a good one because you get that double whammy of protein and carbs all in one. You can even just have the pasta with sauce and still get plenty of protein in your body. You know what I mean? If you're adding the, the protein powder into the sauce, <laughs> you can just have pasta and sauce. You don't have to worry about cooking the meat. You know, it's a lot quicker. It's a lot easier. Obviously, getting the protein from lean beef is probably uh, a little better, I suppose, but it's an option. You know, that's and that's what I'm here for, to give you those options to let you know, get your mind thinking about what it is you could do <laughs> to make these little subtle changes in your life that'll make it easier to live a healthier life. <laughs> You might have to play around with the amount of protein powder that you know we're talking about here uh, that, that you add, but it really gives you a good one-two punch of carbs and protein, the, the whole spaghetti sauce and pasta. So think about that. You know, the best time to use a protein powder of any type of protein um, is within 30 minutes after a workout. You know, so if you have a smoothie in your gym bag, as I generally do, uh, you can you can kill your workout and then have a delicious protein-packed banana and strawberry smoothie. <laughs> you get a little bit of the carbs from the sugar, not too much. You know, it's a little natural sugar from the banana and the strawberry, and then it's packed with the protein powder. Oh, beautiful. But anyway, you know, and you know, I, I love my protein shakes, but I also love to play devil's advocate every now and then. And so let it be known again that you can achieve the same goals of muscle recovery, uh, losing body fat, and uh, building muscle mass with food-based sources of protein instead of you know the powder. You know that you can totally go that route. Actually, some good food sources of protein um, include things like, like if you have plain Greek yogurt, uh, if you get like at least five ounces, I think it is. I think that's the magical number is that is at least five ounces of plain Greek yogurt. Um, you know, that has that has a good amount of protein for recovery purposes or just in general, you know, if you're just generally trying to bulk up the uh, in the protein department. Also, a uh, like a, not quite a, a full cup of of cottage cheese. Uh, I think it's three quarters of a cup of cottage cheese. Again, another good protein-packed snack. You could also go, um, if you want to take it a little further, you know, three ounces of tuna gives you that protein pack that you need after a workout. Um, Also, a three-ounce serving of lean chicken or beef or uh, fish, you know, it has to be lean. (laughs) That's that's the key. Uh, Any of these choices, they'll give you around 20 grams of lean protein, you know, and let's not forget the beans, you know, that's also a great choice. You have beans, eggs, uh, grains, like um, quinoa, that's awesome stuff right there. And then there's, you know, the nuts and other seeds. And again, all great options to get that protein into your diet so you can burn more fat and build more muscle, basically. Now let's talk about some of the risks of protein because you know there's always risks with everything. (laughs) We spoke about some good benefits, but just like anything else in life, there's 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 also risks, you know, or cons, as they say, pros and cons. Um, but here's the deal. There's really not that many cons. There's there's not that many cons to worry about. You know, it, it, that's basically it. I mean, yeah, there, there's some there's some reasons to be cautious about the use of protein powders, but overall, they're safe and a great way to get protein into your diet. Now that being said, it's it's possible to consume too much protein. That that this is a thing, and it and it's not good. You know, it leads to dehydration or even uh, damage to your kidneys and liver. 
So definitely something to keep in mind there. And uh, not only that, but over over consuming protein won't help you build muscles any faster. You know, it's not like you know you work a little bit harder. Maybe you have instead of one protein shake, you have a double dose <laughs> of protein shakes. You know, like that's not gonna help you recover any faster. It's not gonna help you build any muscles any faster. That's just I mean, it's just the bottom line. That's the way it works or doesn't work. You know, it's also possible to overconsume protein from powder or food sources and not get enough of the other foods that your body needs, like vegetables and fruits, uh, whole grains, nuts, and the seeds that you need. You know what I mean? So if you're if you're consuming too much protein, then your body's gonna crave less or need less of the other things or the other foods that your body r- truly needs. Like again, like the vegetables, the fruits, the grains, and the other nuts and seeds and stuff like that. And so let's keep this in mind and not overly pack your diet with protein because that's not exactly a good thing. Remember, the numbers are uh, between 10 and 35%. We're not bumping that to 20 and 70%. You know, that's way too much, you know, or even just a little bump. You know, you want to keep in the range. This is the range of your total calorie intake that should be protein, 10 to 35%. And it's also remember that if you're working out more than normal, you may want to increase this number a bit, you know? And if you plan on getting that protein from protein powder, then I got some tips for you. I have seven tips actually to keep in mind if you plan on packing the protein powder in your gym bag. And so the first thing I have, the first little tip here is uh, to check with your doctor first if you have kidney or liver disease or any diet that requires protein restriction. You know, again, too much protein could cause damage, especially, especially, especially if you have kidney or liver disease. You know, your doctor or nutritionist, like they can help you know if you should avoid, you know, using protein powders altogether or not. You know, they'll let you know. So that's the first thing. Be conscientious of your body. Know your limitations. You know, yeah, protein powder is good. Protein is good. Your body needs it. You know, but if you if you're in this position where you have, you know, kidney or liver disease or something going on, otherwise that prohibits you from, you know, ingesting so much protein, keep that in mind, <laughs> you know, and maybe stay away from it. So that's that's the first uh, tip. The second tip I have is, you know, look for a product that has a third party verification symbol. Now, what does this mean? <laughs> So protein powders and other supplements, you know, they're not regulated by the FDA. You know that. We all know that. And so a third-party verification ensures at at minimum that the product contains what it says on the label. You know, this, this is important because some powders may contain ingredients that aren't listed on the label. You know, things like uh, heavy metals, like arsenic, lead, and uh, mercury. You know, like we've spoken about mercury in the past, but this stuff is not good and not it's not good for your body. So keep an eye out for those, uh, you know, the third party verification to make sure the the label or what's in the actual powder is listed on the label. Gives you a little sense of security. So so for example, uh, a study performed in 2018 from a nonprofit group uh, called the Clean Label Profit, I'm sorry, the, the Clean Label Project tested 134 protein powders and found that most of them had detectable levels of heavy metal in them. Think about that. I'm not talking about the heavy metal rock <laughs> that most of us listen to. I'm talking about, you know, we're talking about bad crap, like the bad 
actually the arsenic, the, the lead, like I, I mentioned, you know, and more than half in that study contained BPA, which if you don't know, is a chemical found in plastic food liners. <laughs> that shit is also killer. You know, heavy metals and BPA are associated with brain damage and cancer over long-term use. So huh, needless to say, these are bad, bad, bad things to be ingesting uh, when you're trying to build muscle, when you're trying to live healthy, you know? So again, look for symbols such as uh, GMP, uh, USP, or NSF. These are the three that I look for. You know, if it doesn't have that label on it, then I generally don't even consider it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, speaking of considering, we're going to move on to tip number three is consider your food allergies before you buy. So again, read the label in advance so that you know what's in it. You know, so for instance, if you have a dairy allergy or you're lactose intolerant, you know, you'll want to avoid whey or casein protein powder. You know, again, is that casein or casein? I, I, I can't remember. I don't know. If, if you know how to drop it in the comments, if you know how to pronounce it properly, Pronun pronunciation is not my forte. Let me know. Drop it in the comments. Is it casein or casein? I don't know. How do you even, how do you even write that? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the fourth tip. Try a sample before you buy if you can you know if it's if if at all possible give it a like sample it give it a because think about it protein powders are often sold in these large ass tubs and so <laughs> they can be expensive first of all you know that, that means like you can easily end up being stuck with a lot of unused product <laughs> if you don't like the taste of it you know <laughs> and then what do you do with 49 pounds of protein that you can't stand like you can't it, it makes you sick <laughs> think about that try a sample before you buy if you can that, that's ideal you know i don't know I, I try to do that or at least get people's reviews on it you know ask around like hey have you tried this uh this brand this this uh protein powder before have you tried that what do you think how does it taste you know at a bare minimum if you can't taste it you know but you're really really digging it or or you know the, um or you really want to try it ask around you know Tip number five, look for a powder that doesn't have too many added ingredients. So some brands have a lot of added sugars, added artificial flavors. <laughs> thickeners or high doses of like added vitamins and minerals that you basically don't need, you know, keep an eye out for that because what you need and want uh, realistically in a protein powder, yeah, you guessed it, man, you guys are smart. <laughs> what you want is protein, not artificial flavors, not sugars, not thickeners, no vitamin, you, protein, that's it. <laughs> you know, not all others, not all that other stuff that they like to sneak in there. So keep an eye out for that. That. make sure it doesn't have too many i mean most most brands like they, they add a little bit of sugar or flavoring okay you know it is what it is but you don't want a ton of that shit in there you know tip number six select unflavored or vanilla flavored powders so this is cool because you'll get a lot more bang for your buck as they say out of these uh, unflavored or vanilla flavored powders they're much more uh, versatile for adding to other foods period you know that that's basically it because if you're if, you, if you're trying to mix it up you know add it to water add it to milk add it to some fruit and whatever if it's unflavored or vanilla flavored you know 
know, like you can mix it with a, a whole bunch of things, you know, <laughs> it's a huge one for me really, because you know how I enjoy variety in my diet. So if I have a protein powder that I can essentially mix into almost everything, <laughs> well, the sky's the limit, as they say, you know what I mean? I have endless possibilities, endless choices. Tip number seven. If you choose a vegan protein powder, opt for one that mixes multiple sources of protein. <laughs> Why? <laughs> this is because some vegan proteins, you know, like uh, the rice protein in particular, uh, you know, it doesn't contain all the amino acids needed for proper recovery. And if you're wondering, <laughs> amino acid is what protein is made out of, period. So a better choice for a vegan protein powder would be a mix of rice and pea protein combined so this this kind of feeds off of the um, the other two tips looking for that third-party validation symbol and also keeping an eye on the uh, ingredients like what's in it and now once you've chosen the perfect pro, uh, protein powder for you <laughs> let's keep this last tip in mind when taking your protein you'll want to spread your protein intake evenly throughout the day. This is a bonus tip. You know, as many people will eat foods low in protein earlier in the day and then a big portion at dinner. Now, I used to do this all the time. I figured the carbs in the morning would give you, you know, more energy throughout the day. You have more time to burn it off. But in actuality, it's better to spread it out throughout the day. This goes for carbs and protein, really, but more importantly, for the protein. You see, your body can't store and process large amounts of of protein at a time. So for this reason, you'll want to break down your intake into smaller chunks throughout the day. You know what I mean? So with all that said, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. On next week's episode, we'll be talking about how the food you're eating might be affecting your sleep. So you definitely don't want to miss out on that. And if you'd like to continue the conversation with me, then get on over to podcast.daspination.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders community where I share even more raw behind the scenes stories, tips, and hacks. That'll keep you feeling younger and younger each and every day. That's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice fat juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much it really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters until the next chat take care now bye